0: Navigating through the tricky waters of dating and relationships, while sustaining a positive mindset, can be challenging. In a world dominated by social media, ever-growing sexual desires, and underlining insecurities, as founder of Lipstick Stain Passport, I'm on a mission to expose and identify the core principles and bitter truths of the dating world. Travel through the highs and lows with me, Robert Van Tromp, as I highlight and discuss the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, Carly, first and foremost, um, thank you for joining. Absolute pleasure to, to see you again. Quite. And um, I guess, well, we've got a lot, a lot to go through. Uh we, because we haven't seen each other, um, yeah, now was a kind of opportunity to get, I guess, we'll get a lot of, a lot of your chest, but also to kind of Um, express exactly if you can obviously revert back to, to the retreat and the things that went on and, you know, all the memories that you made on those three weeks that you were there. So kind of just to start things, just to start things off. So if we rewind everyone back to Turks and Caicos, um, obviously after all the, the, you know, we initially thought it was parties and paradise and we find out it's too hot to handle. And you have this initial romance with, with Chase um, mm-hmm. Right off the bat, really. Would that be fair? Yeah,
1: to be fair. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So right off the bat, and then kind of you spend your, your two weeks with Chase, and then you kind of go on to meet to meet Joey for the fi- what seems to be the final week. Um, so, kind of, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I guess what the first things I want to, want to want to ask you is how did the events of what happened in the retreat first and foremost? How did that make you feel? from meeting Chase right the way from, from, to Joey?
1: um, I mean, obviously me and Bro- Joey are broken up now, but I will say going back to the house, he was there for me. Like I'll give him that. He was really good for me. I think they brought him in at a perfect time because I was really sad about Chase. I think a lot of people in the house could see that I was sad. I was upset. And Joey came in and he was just like a breath of fresh air and he was good to me in the house. He was staying a lot with me. He was beside me. But yeah, I think I, it was like perfect timing, honestly. It was good. It was good. Netflix did it right.
0: Okay, okay, and obviously, I think. Well, we all saw it as well. When 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 the actual show came out, we saw mm-hmm. the kind of the, the the emotions and the the roller coaster that you really went through on those on those three weeks. Um, crazy, yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was a lot. It was a lot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and we saw we saw obviously um, well everyone saw the the kind of the. I guess the, the the sad moment where where Tabitha comes in and you've obviously that same day, I think it was even the same day or the day before where you'd had that chat with Chase and kind of decided to to part ways on it. What what was the kind of the, the feelings you had at that moment in time? And, and kind of, if you can remember back to how you felt, what were you, what was the kind of the key emotions that you were going through?
1: I was so sad. I was like really sad. Like I were like crying. I think it was, it wasn't even like, that I really like, like chase. Like, I don't know. I guess I did because like we're in such close quarters for two weeks. And like, he was the closest person I was kind of in the house, but Tabitha came. Out, I like Tabitha right away. Like, I actually thought she was like fun and like funny and like me and her clicked. but it would just like suck the timing because like, it wasn't her fault. Like, you know, no. everything's like, it wasn't her fault. all. I was just like sad. And then me and her ended up getting really close. I remember one of the dances, he was like, one of like the white nights that got cut out. Um, he wasn't like talking to her. He was like ignoring her. And I remember her coming up to me and being like, does he always do this? And I was like, yeah, but you could, like, you could hang out with me. I remember that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I'll take you. I'll I'll take take you.
0: (laughs) So, so so obviously, like you said, when that moment came about, it was obviously the timing worked. Let's be fair to say the timing worked quite well for Chase, um, in terms of obviously kind of parting ways with you and then, a new girl turns up, he eventually kind of falls down that route of, the, of then kind of falling for Tabitha. And then almost, should we say yep. maybe got a little bit of a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> in the, yeah, in the he retreat. did. That
1: was so funny. I didn't know that was going on. I didn't even know that was on until I like watched it back. Um, I didn't even know she said all that because like, she never told me that she wasn't feeling chased. Like in my head, I was like, Oh, you know what? They're cute. But then like, when I watched back, I was like, Tabitha was just hanging out the whole time. Like I had no idea. Like we're all such in our own worlds in the house that people don't think that's something people don't realize. Like as much as on camera it looks like we're all together, we really were all on separate journeys. So you don't really, fe- you don't like even the stuff with Cameron. I didn't know he was going through that with Emily. Like I don't know. Yeah, it was just funny to watch it back. I was like, "At a girl."
0: <laughs> and the thing is, as well, I, th- <laughs> I think. What people don't often realise as well is that when you're on, um, when you're on a TV show and you, you spend, what was it, three weeks there out in paradise, not, you know, not even forgetting all the time we would have spent prior to going in the retreat, the actual, the actual show itself only shows 10 episodes. And over across 21 days, there's a lot of stuff that well, either A gets cut out and also doesn't show the true reflection of how that person may have been perceived or the emotions they may have been going through.
1: 100% uh, completely agree with that. I think, you know, and I felt bad because Chase was perceived really poorly, I think. And everyone was like, oh, he cheated on her, cheated on her. And it wasn't like that. Um, You know, it wasn't like that at all. And I did go back because he got a lot of hate, but he was like good with it. Like he rolled with it. But yeah, I felt bad.
0: Yeah, the guy loves the toxic stuff, <laughs> huh?
1: <laughs> he loves the toxic stuff. Who is calling me yeah. right now? Unknown number.
0: Oh, uh, I'm sorry. I just got went. a random phone call
1: from a <laughs> random unknown number. Probably a psychopath.
0: fine. Oh, good. Oh, well, we'll answer that one straight after. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, if we look back at your time there, is there anything that you would have done differently if you could do the experience again?
1: Um, absolutely not. I wouldn't do anything different. I think how I came out of the show and like how I came out of the house was like great. I think I felt great. I don't know. I think it was a great experience. Like I don't really have anything bad to say. I don't know if I necessarily do it again. Uh, cause it is so intense, but no, I wouldn't change anything. No, maybe being a little bit more vocal in the house. I think I kind of was like, cause there's so many strong personalities in the house at the same time. And I think I kind of like turtled. Like, I think I was always the most quiet one, especially at like the group meetings. You can see me like barely talking, maybe just spoken up a bit more.
0: I see. I see. I, I always yeah. thought. That, I always thought the hardest, the hardest job in the house was the uh, the production crew trying to tell us to speak at the, speak at only, only at one at one time, uh, because, yeah. like you said, all the big personalities were always chatting over each other, laughing or whatever, and it was you know really hard to get a word in it sometimes. So yeah. <laughs> so I guess I just
1: start there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I guess if we if we look back to obviously leaving leaving the retreat you then eventually kind of rekindle with Joey, um, after kind of finishing the show with him, I guess back in, Mm -hmm. back in December, then you kind of rekindle and then you have this, this romance post show.
1: Mm. (laughs) That's a, that's a big word.
0: (laughs) The, The word romance.
1: It's just, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't romance at all. Out of the house. Okay. So I'll say this. um, so right after the show ended, I did fly to Miami and that was, I really liked him. That's when I realized I was like, I really liked him. I could feel he really liked me. And then some shit went down, we broke it off. Um, but then after we got back after that, that wasn't real, like love, like I, like on my end it was, but on his end it was not, I would say you can tell when someone's into it. And then by the end of it, I was over it. So
0: I see. So you, you think at that that moment in time, potentially you may have been more invested um, emotionally maybe than, than he was at that given time.
1: A hundred percent. Um, yeah, I've heard from like multiple people since the breakup, like he was using me. I remember I was actually just in New York and I was, um, I was just with some girlfriends and whatever. And three girls that I met in Miami that are friends with his roommate come up to me and they're like, Carly, whatever, like, we loved you. We always thought you're so nice and we want to tell you something. And I was like, Oh God, here you go. And she's like, she's like, Joey told us that he was just like using you for clout. It was all a fake relationship. And uh, yes, he was cheating on you old. And I was like, that's good. That was nice to hear.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I, I, so, yeah. It kind of, well, I, I think it kind of, kind of brings me on to, to the next bit. Obviously the whole situation that went down regarding, I guess the, the you know, the, the, the cheating scandal of, you know, what we maybe a lot of us probably didn't anticipate um, kind of, I guess from my perspective across the pond, you know, you guys look super happy, you know, all the, the photos that maybe, you know, across, across social media or, you know, the time that you were spending together, was that something that you maybe didn't see coming or was that something that you thought maybe actually you look at it now and think, actually, if I really, really thought, thought deep down, it's something that I could have probably seen happening. Um, hundred
1: percent. I could have seen it happening. And I let it go. And so I actually stopped posting him when I started to feel like it was a you, like I was being used. I didn't stop posting him. You know, it wasn't about my feelings. It was about like, why don't you post me? You posted a story of me. And it was just getting to the point where I was like, and we'd be invited to things in LA. And I just like, didn't really want to go or like say like, whatever, like my mental health was state. He'd be like, well, I want to go I'm Like this person's gonna be there. This person's going to be there. And it was just like, are you just staying in my room? Because you want to be able to like, hang out with me? Or are you like, you know, it just got to the point where everyone around me too. Like my best friend was like, you know, my best friend was like, he's like, he's using you. And I was like, am I being dumb? And then finally I, when I, uh, girls were messaging me and this is nothing, people don't know. It was more than one woman that had messaged me. Um, Obviously I would never say who it was, but more than one girl reached out to me um, before I even decided to post it. I just was like, I just was blind to the whole thing. I was like, maybe they're lying, whatever. And then finally, when I got DMs and it was more public and people were posting that he was cheating on me, I was like, I can't not say something. Like I'd look dumb and like as a woman, I'm like, I encourage women to like say that, like, tell their story, and have their voice, like, who am I if I don't? So I was like, fuck it. And maybe I shouldn't have done the Instagram stories, but I was so mad and I was like, everyone should know that he is essentially like a kind of like a piece of shit.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah i mean don't mince your words carly uh, I mean, <laughs> so, so um i guess you know like 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 you just said there obviously you know you people think do people do things in the heat at the moment and and as you quite rightly said although you 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 had the those emotions at that given time, you probably shouldn't have put the the stories out or whatever like you did, but you did. <sighs>
1: I don't regret it though. See, that's the thing is I don't regret it. Cause it was a learning lesson. It was my first relationship that was like out in the world and I learned from it. And would I do it again? No. So like, I think I was good that I did it with a person that wasn't good to me, you know, because I mean, essentially like, I haven't spoken to by the way. We have no contact, but
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah I don't know. I don't regret it. I think he kind of deserved it.
0: Well, let's say life, no regrets and all that. Okay. So, (laughs) so (laughs) I
1: guess,
0: (laughs) guess, um, to kind of obviously talk, talk, talk about that. Obviously, like you said, you're very, you're very active and and voice a lot on your, your social media about how, you know, (laughs) no, in terms of how, you know, women should be treated and how, you know, for example, female body confidence is something that you, you value very highly. Um, and you also, you also, I think you see, I guess, a big responsibility for your platform for, to be vocal to people, to kind of speak up more and to try and manage their insecurities and their mental health much better. Would that be fair?
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. My whole, my whole brain. And like, I, I haven't really spoken a lot about my mental health on the internet yet, just because I want it to be, I don't know, like I want it to be I don't know how to explain it. I want it to just be so genuine and like really like real that when I talk about it, I want to like be able to say a lot of stuff that's happened to me in my life and like things when I was younger and stuff like that. So going online and like going back to the Joey thing, like, yeah, I'm posting that. Like I got a response from it and I was like, people respond to that. Like I did actually end up posting some other stuff that happened to me and I went online and I posted it and the response I got was beautiful. How many women reached out to me and were like, I've been bullied my whole life for this. Like, you know, I used to strip and, um I still get like bullied at my son's school and stuff like that and I was like wow people like, really respond to when you're like real here I'm like put your emotions online
0: no amazing amazing I think I think like you said being probably you know now definitely um viewed as as a role model and being relatable to a lot of females across the world who would look up to you. Oh, you're so
1: sweet. you are like making me feel so good about myself right now. No, but you are though, aren't you? You're
0: you're someone that definitely a lot of people would look up to, um, I think, and and definitely carried yourself very well across the show. And I think people look at that and think even Mm -hmm. in a pressurized environment like that, we've got a lot of cameras. You knew there was going to be a lot of people potentially watching you and you still carried yourself very, very well. So a lot of people obviously since the show now we'll look at you and value the kind of advice and the knowledge that you kind of push out on your, on your social media. Yeah. they're talking from your own experience, you know, the kind of, you talked about mental health there. How has the, the kind of the show impacted your own mental health first and foremost? And is it, was it an area that you always kind of focused on prior to the show coming out?
1: That is a good question. Yes. I've always talked about mental health. Like, um, I was diagnosed with I have never said this online before. I was diagnosed with um, social anxiety and severe depression when I was really young. And I, yeah. So I've always been into mental health. All my girlfriends know I'm like the first one they call when my girl, we're like, she's like anxious. you like, I've never felt like this before. And I was like, I'm here. I got it. But post show, I was, I spiraled, if I'm being honest. Out of the house, I was a wreck because when you're, being woke up at 8am, being told to eat lights are at 11. You know, we had our whole day plan. It was like, we had like a life coach essentially for like four weeks in a house. And then I came out of it and I was like, it's COVID. I'm not working. Um, I don't know what's going on with my like relationship. It was, I was so all over the place. And right away I was like, I need help. And I got a therapist because I didn't have a therapist before this. I just had medication, but I got a therapist and that really helped. And I still talk to her. It's been a year now that I've been talking to the same lady.
0: Interesting. And, and well, first and foremost, thanks for sharing. I guess, you know, like, like I said, a lot of people would probably suffer from these kind of areas, some of these problems and areas and maybe keep it to themselves and bottle it up. You know, mm. I guess not just talking about females now, but also for males as well, particularly, yeah. particularly for mental health. Um, is there anything that you, you know, you would give advice to, to a young, younger Carly or, you know, the younger generation in terms of on the lines of mental health and kind of I guess really try and give um, them a kind of the head start if they are feeling those kind of worries or anxieties in life.
1: I think the best thing to do is seek help. Um, I tried to like push that away for a really long time, like. And as soon as I got a therapist, my world opened up. There's so many, also there's nothing. There's so many online chats. I'm actually sponsored by one that you can go on and talk to therapists. Even if you can't get in person or if you're at home, like everyone has a phone nowadays, everyone has a laptop. The best thing to do is get online and talk to someone because someone cares like always. And I didn't realize that like, cause like it's hard to talk to your family sometimes about that stuff. And even your friends, like my friends didn't know that I had anxiety and depression when I was younger. Like I was embarrassed by it. And now obviously my girlfriends know my mom knows, but someone out there cares like, so quickly I realized that my therapist cares so much. Like even just talking to someone, like there are people there that will listen. And I think the advice I would give is go out and try to seek help and don't be embarrassed by it. You don't even have to tell anyone, Just go online and you know, therapy online now. Like,
0: Amazing. Amazing. That was, that was really, really good advice. Thank you, Carly. And and we talked about obviously the influence of social media and how that can have effect on people. We know it's almost built up in in modern day times to for us to kind of aspire to be like other people and to aspire to get the kind of the, the, the desire and the almost the, you know, fulfillment from other people rather than from ourselves. Yeah. Because of that, how do you think that social media could, you know, hinder people's progress mentally and how, how has that kind of run people down to the ground at times?
1: I want to say, first of all, I love your questions because this is all what I'm about. I love this stuff. I think social media, honestly, I look at it in a very toxic way. I don't think I've ever had a good relationship with social media. Um, I was bullied online when I was younger, so I really hated social media for a long time. Now I'm trying to find some positives for it, but I would say if it's giving you anxiety, turn off the comments, block the people out. It's, it's also... People like Sorry I'm I'm trying to think I'm gonna word this It's mostly people That don't know (laughs) People that don't know you Will comment on your life Forever You could not say a word And sit in the corner And someone could say like Fuck that bitch You know Mm. And you gotta like Work past that People are always gonna have Something to say People are always gonna have I just don't even look at it And that's something I would tell people Don't even look at it If it's gonna bother you Try to I know it's hard It's like an addiction But delete. I have periods And Nathan will tell me This all the time He's like You do so good At taking social media breaks So what I'll do For two weeks I'll delete that off my phone and I just won't wow. even go on it because it's important to cleanse. It is. It's so important. I do that all the time. All the time I do it. People don't notice because my manager will close to me, but I do it all the time.
0: Wow. All the time. I did not know that either. Yeah. So, I mean, for someone as well, that's followed by quite a substantial amount of people around the globe, um, you know, over a, mi- over, a, over a million followers. And I guess that, that will take a toll on you. And I guess taking that cleanse is, is very, very important.
1: It's the best. It's legit the best feeling. And also so before this is nothing, people well, I guess some people do realize, but like before the show, I didn't use social media. That's the funny thing that, that people don't know. I had like three thousand followers on Instagram. Like I didn't post. Like I would go through months of not posting. I didn't use it. I didn't check it. Like so then going from three thousand to one and a half million or whatever it was mm. in a week, like I got I got <laughs> a million within a week. It was nuts like it was crazy but i wasn't processing it i still don't like when i get dms daily and i still don't even like i can't even wrap my head around how many people follow or like are intrigued in my life you know it's weird but i love it i love my supporters like they're the best
0: what's the what's the i have to ask you what's the weirdest request you've had online thus far <laughs>
1: Uh, honestly i have a a lot of female followers like 90 percent female like my whole following is females which is great i love when like young girls message me and they're like i look up to you or they ask me for advice another thing is i try to answer as many girls as i can so a lot of the girls i'll respond to um the weirdest like that's the thing i don't really get weird ones maybe just like i would slide my ball through nails to like like smell your fart like or something (laughs) like like that which i think is so funny that's, like, one every 100 comment I get, though, because most of it is, like, young <laughs> girls following me. But when I get those, I die laughing. I love seeing them. Like, even the negatives, I'll laugh at. Like, even when someone's rude to me, before, I would, like, not even comment back. But now I'll comment back, like, same. I hate this about me. Or like, yeah. Like, I just put it <laughs> into, like, a funny way. I'm like, it doesn't even matter what people say. Like, it really doesn't. day.
0: So, sorry, can we just, can we just rewind that one? <laughs> I would slide my balls across a broken glass to smell your fart. No, no that-
1: fart. <laughs> I was like, I'm down if you want. I don't really fart, but I'll burp on you.
0: <laughs> girls don't fart, do they, Carly?
1: Girls don't fart and girls don't poop. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> girls do it all.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so obviously, okay, okay, just, I guess, moving on from that, we've... Um, We've had recent events over the last, I think it was the last week or so, uh, yeah. where kind of there were things mentioned about you um, across another podcast, mm-hmm. and I guess much, much, much like the same of what we've already talked about. Um, you, you mentioned obviously you came out on your social media and, and you felt that you were, well, personally, being attacked, but also you felt that you were your your whole image was being shamed um, about your yeah. how your behaviour and how you act around LA. Um, is there is there kind of well, first and foremost, how did that make you feel?
1: Well, the, the so the thing is, the weird thing about this, and I don't want to go too much into it just because I really, I don't want to even give it, I don't even want to do the negativity. I'm really mm. trying to stay away from it, which course, is why yeah. I haven't publicly, which is why I haven't publicly answered it. But all, a lot of it is lies. I met those girls about, I met one girl, that one girl one time. Um, I never hooked up with them. That's another thing that is a complete lie, which people don't know. I didn't do anything with them. I kissed a one night in club. It was nothing. It was not a thing. I wasn't seeing him. I didn't even have a number. Like, I didn't even know. Like, it was just made out and it was whatever. It made me feel like shit because I didn't even know the pot. Like, I don't do the drama. I don't do that. So I didn't even know. And I started to get DMs about it. Like, how are you going to stick up for yourself? Like, you're all about this. Like, someone's slut- you. shooting you. Someone slut-. And I was like, what are you talking about? And I went and watched it back and I balled my eyes out. And I was like, fuck, that hurts my heart because they're sitting on the couch and they're giggling about me, calling me like a whore and stuff. And I'm like, just... It's just sad that, like, w- like, and, like, the f- the thing that, is, that bugs me the most is the girl's brand is all about, like, sex. Like, her whole image is sex. That's what mm. she sells her, like, life on. So then to sit on couch and call me a whore, and I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's just, like, it's not, I feel bad the most for her young fans that look up to her that, like, think this is behavior is okay. Um, and quite frankly, I would never let my best friend sit on a couch, call someone a whore and post it online. I would never do that to my best friend ever. You just, you don't like, that's another thing too. I don't think she really had the best interest in her friend because I would never let, you know, someone in my podcast room and make them out to look so negative. Like she made her look like a piece of crap. And if I'm being honest, the girl's not actually a mean girl. She's not, she actually texted me and apologized for it. And she actually felt bad. And I think, I think the one girl was another girl to, say what she was thinking, but give a friend the shit for it. And I felt bad. And I was like, fuck. And it hurt my heart. And I was like, she, she probably, does. I hope she doesn't mean that. And if she does, whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was sad.
0: Well, like you said, I think, and I think you'll, you'll, you'll probably agree with me. Well, like whether it's, whether it's comments on social media, um, whether it's bad messages we get, you know, in our DMS or whether it's something like that on a podcast, we always think maybe it's a reflection of another person on how they yep. feel about themselves rather than kind of the the, 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 the behavior of you and the actions of yourself.
1: Yeah. Well, another thing is, too, is like people don't know. And this is the thing people are so quick to jump to whoever was the loudest, whoever posted about it first. And I really thought about it. I really took a step back, talked to my manager, talked to my mom, talked to my friends. And I was like, how do I want to go about this? Because I've never had like a public like fight with girls like this. Like, I just did not. And I took a step back. I took a couple of weeks. It was it's this has been going on for weeks now. And I was like, how do I want to address this? And I was like, I can either turn this into a positive or I can fight back. And people are still going to say what they want to say. And I've realized I'm just not going to say anything about it. I've actually decided I'm going to do a full blown podcast on cyberbullying because that's, what's important. And what they say is not, you know, like no, I want to be absolutely. able to like, yeah, like, yeah I want girls to be able to go. And this is, this, this happens to millions of girls every day. There's girls right now being tweeted in high school, like she's a whore, she's a whore. And it's hard to deal with. And I get it. And now I'm, it's on a platform where millions have seen this shit being said about me. And I'm like, I can go and try to defend myself to every person that will listen. Or I can just be like, I don't really care what they say about me. They're going to keep talking and talking and talking. That's what they do. And yeah, I'm just going to fuck it.
0: No, I think I think. Oh no, that
1: makes sense. <laughs>
0: back, just fuck <back laughs> it. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's a very mature way of looking at it in the sense that you know, it, at the end of the day, your your not only your podcast but your whole of your social media <clears throat> is there to kind of educate people on what's well not what's right and what's wrong, but the kind of the effects that cyberbullying can have and con- continues to have on a day to day. So I think it's a great example. Oh my god. It's a great example that you're showing, you know, amongst all your, all your followers and your fans that you do have around the world, the importance of cyberbullying and what we can do to try and prevent it happening. Right.
1: A hundred percent. And that, yeah, a hundred percent. And that was the biggest thing for me. I was really sad about it. Um, That was real. And I remember I called my friend and I was bawling to him. Um, He's, he's actually on the show, Um, bawling to him. And I was like, I don't know what to do. And he was like, you know what, Carly, this is what, this is your chance to show people like who you are, put it online, put the emotions online. I never want to be like, I didn't want sympathy. That wasn't it. I just wanted women to know, like even at the top tier, if you don't think people are getting bullied, it happens everywhere. Like I'm getting like, you know, it happened to me too. Mm. Being slut shamed is like a real thing. Like it's going to happen for forever. It's sad, but it can happen. The easiest thing to do is call a girl slut. What else? If a girl's nice. And I was really nice about those girls actually too. When the one girl was going through a breakup, I actually messaged her being like, I know you're going through a breakup. I get it sucks here if you need me. Yeah. Uh, like she, the easiest thing for her to do was turn around and call me. So what else, like she had nothing else to say, if I'm being honest.
0: No, fair enough, fair enough. And I think like you said, you know, you've probably handled it in the best way you probably can. Um, and I look for I look forward to that little educational part in your podcast about cyberbullying. Yeah. <laughs> so just to no, just to just to, uh, just to finish finish off proceedings, we've got two games, Carly. Okay, and I'm sure you're going to love both I of them. Love
1: games.
0: <laughs> okay, so are, are you? Uh, have you watched? Or I say, oh, have you watched? Or are you a fan of Squid Games? No. You never, uh, never
1: seen it. All right. I don't watch um, TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, okay. All right. I watched you. I watched <laughs> the, the show. You.
0: Okay, so, so you know, well, you, there, there's a part in Squid Games when it's like red light, green light.
1: Okay, sorry. Yeah. Nathan Where's was that? messaging me some crazy shit right now. That's all
0: right. <laughs> Get him on. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: He was, right
0: was on the other day with his um, with his baby mama. That was eventful. yeah,
1: Kayleigh. Yeah, they're great. I, I love I love him. He's my best friend in the world.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the game the game is going to be called Red Flag Green Flag. Okay. Okay. All right. And what... I
1: heard heard about this game.
0: What (laughs) we we want you to do... Nathan told me he
1: said it's so much fun. I was like, I'm excited.
0: Oh my God, he told you the game. Unbelievable. Right, okay, so... He told you. So what you're going to do, right, is you're going to give us two green flag moments and two red flag moments, right? They don't have to be about previous relationships. You don't have to make them about Chase or Joey or anything like that.
1: Okay, we, I'm not <laughs> going to.
0: But we can, make, we can make them about potential new partners that you might have in the future. What are the kind of the okay. key areas you would look for? Two green flags, two red flags, go. Okay, well,
1: my green flag is obviously obvious. It's loyalty. And <laughs> okay. um, loyalty and... Passion. I want someone that's a- absolutely obsessed with me, loves me, loves the world, loves people. And then two red flags would be, um, mean, um, mean. like mean and disrespectful. Okay. Yeah. Um, to me and to others, not just me. Um, and then I guess, maybe someone that like disrespects their mom, if that makes sense. I don't know. You know, like that saying where it's like, if they don't respect their mom, they're not going to respect you.
0: I have heard that before. Yeah. I have. Yeah. My,
1: my dad always said that. So, yeah, some of that's maybe I don't know, not nice to their mom. <laughs> I've been through, I've dated so many guys with red flags that it's like I just don't think that I'm ever not gonna find a guy with no red flags. so you know
0: interesting. Do you, so just just a quick add on that. do you think you uh, think you attract the guys with red flags or do you think that you subconsciously look for them?
1: I think I look for them because I feel like it goes back to like my childhood like trying to like fix like I watched my mom like nurse my dad my whole life. So I think I grew up thinking that I need to like make it like fix a guy. I'm working on that with my therapist. So yeah, I think I look for guys that I can like try to like help.
0: Okay, no, that's fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> and to 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 finish to finish everything off, we've got bedroom dilemmas. Okay, and what you're going to be doing, Carly, is every single week, basically, um, I ask my followers to send in their biggest bedroom dilemmas that they are facing. Okay. Now, whether they okay. be about their wife, husband, boyfriend, girlfriend, or anything, anybody they're seeing, the uh, the dilemmas sometimes can be quite explicit. <laughs> um, okay. But what, what's going to happen today is you are going to be um, summarising them, and you are going to be b- providing your best recommendation from your own perspective. What they think, what you think they should do. Okay.
1: okay. So, On it.
0: So we're going to start off with okay. These and by the way, the one these ones I've actually. Um, I think w we, will we, we'll be will be good for you to do.
1: Oh God. <laughs> oh okay, good. Okay, I'm
0: okay. So um had sex with friend's boyfriend. How do oh I tell God. her?
1: Okay. I've never done this ever in my life. Um to belief, I will not go for a man that is friends with my friends. Um fuck, I think that friendship's probably done. If I'm being honest, um, I've had that happen to me, actually. One of my best friends slept with my man beside me while I was asleep on the couch. Um, anyways, <laughs> that's why it's funny when people come at me, I'm like, no, I've been through that. I wouldn't do that. Um,
0: that is a dilemma in itself. Jeez.
1: <laughs> yeah. If the girl is not aggressive, um, I probably would give, I would say it in person. I'd give her that respect to sit her down with like a cup of tea and tell her or a vodka soda.
0: We 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 really escalated there from a cup of tea to yeah. <laughs> to a cup of tea. You never know what they're going to
1: need, but also the boyfriend should tell her too. Group group session
0: <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> group. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and then and then the next one is <laughs> can't believe I can't believe I'm reading this one out. Okay, so um, is it weird to think about my friend's mum during the act?
1: Is this a guy putting this question?
0: Uh, it hasn't clarified. <laughs> it's just that oh. I, I'm get, I could be girl well, or a guy. I mean,
1: okay. Um, <laughs> is it weird? Do you we think about your boyfriend or your girlfriend's mom? Yes. I mean, like, it's the same, like, DNA, I guess, a little bit. So, I mean, at least it's in the family. But it's a bit weird. I mean, maybe it's kind of like a compliment, like, <laughs> they'll look like that when they're older. I don't know. But it's a bit weird. I mean, like, have I ever seen... a Kind of think if like any of my ex-boyfriends' dads have been hot. <laughs> no, 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 they haven't. So yeah, that's a bit weird.
0: <laughs> and what, and what, what would, what would be your advice to, to kind of get through that?
1: <laughs> uh probably find a new boyfriend or girlfriend. <laughs> I don't think you can fix that. Maybe get a therapist. Talk to with a therapist. I'm always, I'm all about therapy. That would be my answer for everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. Well, Carly, honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for listening guys. Please rate and review the episode and then head over to my Instagram to follow Lipstick Stain Passport and then send me across your bedroom dilemmas.